You're so disgusting, bro. Hey, everybody. How's it going? You're listening to Reptiles with Yoshi. And Tino. Alrighty. If you're listening and want to watch, you can check us out on YouTube as Modern Reptile. And if you're watching and want to listen, we're on pretty much every single streaming platform. That matters. Also, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe if you want to see more reptile content from us on your recommended feed. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Um, just got off shift, so... Living. I'm always off shift. I yeah. keep saying it, but yeah. I always am. Just um, got off shift. Just got off shift. Clocked out. I'm good. I'm good. Tired. Did yeah. you clock me out, Eric? I did. <laughs> okay, good. So, um, clearly, uh, we lost a member. Yes, we have. Because he's Hollywood now. Yes, he's he, too famous for us. Too famous for us. Chuck has uh, <laughs> surpassed the follower count that he was aiming to get to. Yes, that's correct. And he forgot all about us. Yep. Yep. He, and you know what? Props to him, because... Damn, that was quick. That was super. That super was quick. very. You know what's funny? So in the last episode, we had spoken about. Oh, we spoke a little bit about the party that he wants to do, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Yeah, he's at like seventy thousand. I haven't even posted the episode, and he hit a hundred. Yep, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, I wonder if it'll stop. No, it's not gonna stop, bro. It's not gonna stop. No, you think it'll keep going? It's all the way up. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> all the way up. Hell yeah, dude. He's passing everyone. Like I was penis. looking at other like kind of reptile content that is the same as his. Yeah, like same on brand, and I was like. Oh shit! He's like, he's already passed them. <laughs> yeah, he's dude. already passed people that I follow for reptile stuff. So yeah, like, that are that's insane. Like, as an influencer in their own right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Whoa, well, crazy. That's that gator content. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, gators and day geckos. Day, look, look. If you're a subscriber or follower of Chuck, it's because you like day geckos. Why are we talking about him when he's not here? You're right. This is weird. It's easier to talk about him. <laughs> we do miss it's him. It's easy to talk when he's not yelling. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't really leave the podcast. He's just not here. <coughs> yeah, yeah. So you guys can still follow us because we all know you follow us for him. <laughs> all right. So we got some topics today. I think the first one we're going to yes. cover is some uh, mutation stuff. So I was talking to Tino and I sent... I. Were you confused when I texted you? You're like, what the fuck is this guy saying? You said mutation, ball python, ball python, ball python, brown, yellow, ball python. Got you. Okay. <laughs> so I was pretty much talk. Uh, I saw, I was scrolling through the gram and I saw, I think it was a pearl Brazilian rainbow boa. Uh, I'm not trying to show, throw any shade, but I was like, you just made the rainbow boa ugly. Mm-hmm. You know, because the thing about the Brazilian rainbow boa is that it has a very nice stark red coloration, mm. orangish, the iridescent. Yeah. And then you made it fucking light orange yellow yeah like that's kind of whack yeah so i started to think to myself what mutations work with what animals and how i thought that maybe the reason the i mean obviously the ball pythons are like great pets Mm. uh for most people and they come in a variety of colors but i think it's the fact that they made something that's relatively sorry ugly a brown snake Mm -hmm. and made all these colors with them versus like maybe Brazilian rainbows won't be like the next ball python because no, no, the base is pretty. Yeah. And like you, you know, and then even when you come at it at an investment standpoint, it's like, yeah, I guess you can invest money because it's a mutation, but Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not the, it's, you know, the pretty animals, the base mutation. Yeah. I I think similarly. Yeah. I think similarly with, um, with leucism, um, for instance, like your, like your Colombian, uh, rainbow boas with leucism, like, it's an interesting trait because it makes the snake all white. Um, and so for, I think if you're looking for an all white snake, like you can find that in like kind of corn snakes or yeah. ball pythons, you know, you can find as close yeah. as you can to get to that. You don't necessarily need leucism in any other snake. But this is the thing with a Colombian rainbow, right? Cause the it's co- of the iridescence. It, it, it has the iridescence, but it's brown. It's already ugly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the uglier yeah. rainbow. Boat. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? So I was like, damn. So 
you could do the loosism mm. and it looks cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, okay. But it enhances a little bit. I don't are the albinos Colombians or are they Brazilians? Colombians. Colombians? I mean, I'm sure they're all albino rainbows. Yeah. Or albino Brazilians. Brazilians. But then even the Colombians are, you know, like, it's yeah. a brown snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, with the beauties, um, I don't work with the, the morph beauties because I think that if you're going to have uh, at least the morphs that are out there right now are albino. Yeah. Which you can find uh, yellow snakes in your Taiwan or freeze eyes. You yeah. Know, so it's like, you don't really need that. And then uh, your calicos, it's kind of like you already have palmetto corns for that. Why do you need it in the beauty snakes? Yeah. And then there's your platinums, which are basically basically leucistic genes. Yeah. So it's like you're taking away the reason it's called a beauty snake. Why? Why are you, you can just yeah. find that elsewhere? Yeah. And then, but th- at that, it's, <coughs> it only becomes the investment. But then the only way that I feel like you can secure your investment is if it goes mainstream. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the money's circulating within the same breeders, and mm-hmm. then the you know it, it stays stuck in that in like that little circle, little cube or whatever. Yeah, you know it goes four corners. That's it. Versus if it goes mainstream, yeah, then you have a wider audience. Okay. But if the beautiful snake is the base, mm-hmm. it's like what the you know at that point, what's the point? Other than passion, of course. But then, yeah. like I said, you're sticking to the small amount of people. You know, if we're thinking about mutations, do you think so? Ball pythons. Yeah. Do you think there's anything special about ball pythons specifically, and why they have such varied uh, uh, genetics just, and mutations possible? I or just, do you think that we just haven't worked with any other species enough? To I I think it's a little out? bit of that. Um, I'm sure. Well, in, in the documentary that we had seen, they were saying how like. The aliens came down. The alien in, the, in that town where the aliens came down, there's a bunch of mutations <coughs> per capita there, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why you know it's like it's just so much more prevalent there with all that stuff. Or maybe there's just not enough predators there. That also, and they're for the most part seem like a common species over there. Mm-hmm. You know, similar. we're talking about Dave Coffin's movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean. There's so many fucking ball pythons there, and so there's going to be more, right. you know, and also people looking for them. Okay. You know, they found one or two, and then all of a sudden they're like, I can make money off this, so let me find yeah. all of them. You get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, versus random lizard that every, nobody's really looking for, mm. you know? Um, but, I mean, even with, like, let's say the, the water monitors black mm-hmm. dragons real cool mm-hmm. even the albinos are cool not that the normal water monitors are ugly but when you put the mutations it's fucking cool mm-hmm. exantic etc yeah, yeah you know yeah. then you mix them together you get whatever the hell's next you know but yeah dude i, I just thought it was i thought it was you know when i saw the, the rainbow ball, i was like you made it ugly i think actually so maybe I, so i don't know about the ball python genome maybe it has just an extensive genome uh-huh. like a whole bunch of uh possibilities with genes and so that's why probably there's a lot of variation in genetic mutations that result in those different yeah. colors. Um, and maybe just other reptiles don't have as long a genome, so they don't have that much room for variation. Gotcha. Um, but, like, no, spe- no other species would have it? You know, it's like, I don't know. Maybe think- there are, like, maybe if you just work with, you know, I don't know, yellow belly sliders enough, you'll get, like, clown yellow belly sliders. They or, have them. You know. Well, they have, like, uh, clown red ears and stuff like that, pastel red ears. There's, yeah. there's mutations there with those. Hmm. Yeah, but even then, like I don't know, dude. Like with boas, we got mad boa mutations, but you know, the Colombian boas are not the prettiest. Yeah, you know, I mean, the true I think they're super pretty. I really like them, but really, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, my opinion doesn't really count. Eric was saying this earlier. Um, I don't like a lot of earth tone snakes, and I was literally like shitting on one of the snakes we just got in, uh and it was like, and he's like, dude, the things you find pretty are like. 
Like, in order for Tino to like it, it has to be all black. <laughs> and it's true, because <coughs> when I'm working with uh, the indigos, let's say, I look at the snake, and I'm like, this snake is so gorgeous, you know? And then the back of my head is like, that's kind of ironic, since it's monochromatic. It's yeah, literally yeah. one color, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> everything's falling apart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, I like black racers, I like the indigo snakes, I like Mexican black king snakes, and I think they're some of the prettiest snakes, and yeah. yet they have no color. They're you love super cinnamon, black. ball pythons, eight ball though. ball pythons. <laughs> but uh, white lip pythons, I uh-huh. really like white lip pythons. That's true. You but know, th- so I mean, those are gorgeous animals. They're super pretty. Yeah. Super, super pretty. So, a uh, Boland's pythons, you know, basically, yeah. basically. He does all like all black snakes, dude. <laughs> I really do. I don't know what it is. I think um, everybody has their, their thing that they like. There's beauty in minimalism. There really is beauty in minimalism. I, uh, for I me personally, I think that. so. Yeah. Yeah. We have a. Do we have a? Do we have a celebrity shot? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, yeah. I. I just I don't know. Do like, at that point, you know, if if you're making the animal in, the, I guess beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you had something about uh, albinism. Was it? Yes. So. Um, so with, with genes, and one of the reasons I gripe about ball pythons a lot is because there's so many genes, but, like, the names for these genes don't say anything about what's happening. So okay. when you have, like, anerythristic, you know, non, non-anery, you know, yeah. non-erythristic, you know, which means, like, no red. Non-erythritic. You know, or exanthic, <laughs> which means no xanthic, you know, no, no yellow. Yeah. Uh, amelanistic, no melanin, yeah. you know. Albino doesn't say anything i think it's just a word yeah but albino is a word that describes a melanism why don't you just say a melanistic and people some people do some people say a melanistic hypo melanistic hypo and hyper melanistic i love those terms because it says more melanin less melanin you know you can even have hypoxanthic hyperxanthic you know for more or less yellow yeah hypo oh Hypoerythristic. <laughs> Hyperurethristic. Hypoerythristic. Um, Hypourine. And I would wish that more of these morphs, instead of like, oh, toffee hognose, you know, arctic hognose, yeah. like those words don't mean anything. You're just, you're able to say whatever. And then terms like snow, terms like ghost, terms like blizzard, yeah, those are all like so random terms. That's why they call them designer mutations. You brand them. Yeah. You know, they become their own thing. My, my, my biggest gripe is the GHI. I hate that. Gotta have it? What kind of redneck fuck was like, yeah, <laughs> gotta have it? I'm gonna acronym it too. GHI. I'll do you one better. Amazing. Uh, there, after, gotta ha- after the GHI come out, a little ball python mm-hmm. uh, stuff for you. Um, somebody, somebody that I know uh, named a ball python the, another gene, mm-hmm. AHI. Can you guess what that stands for? AHI. Also have it. Already have it. I hate this. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It's so, it's so stupid. It's so yeah. stupid. It's like this doesn't say anything. It's so like special. Yeah. I hate. It's like Dude, I don't know what makes it special. Would you rather Nothing. if they were all just oh funky, funky leopard gecko, funky ball python, fancy, fancy, fancy that one? <laughs> no, but because that says even less. <laughs> That's literally the opposite of specific. Um, so but I just wish there was more. I don't know science behind it. It was more technical, and pet it didn't sound so trailer parky. Yeah, pet owners do not care they about science. It's so trailer parky. 
It is so trailer parky. I'm like, oh, who cares? Says the one who actually has no problem living in a trailer park. I would ha- I would live in a trailer park if I didn't have so many reptiles. Yo, somebody Absolutely. is shitting on people who live in trailer parks. <laughs> and it's not me, so get these you two. Know, speaking of uh, amelanism. Uh, Albinism. The uh, Tropiquarium uh, de Sauvignon. Uh, what did you call me? So it's a place. <laughs> uh, it's guy. a zoo. It's a zoo in Europe. Oh. They recently just um, produced the world's first albi- amelanistic Galapagos tortoise. You know, and that's another instance where it's like, it, not that it doesn't enhance the animal, because the animal's amazing regardless. We will never see that animal as an adult. You know, why not? I'll be dead. No. Super dead. It will outlive you, but you'll see it as an adult. I don't know, dude. I'm not going to see that as a fucking huge tortoise. Yeah, you probably would. 50 years? Dude, you think I'm going to make it to like 80? You're short. That's what I'm saying, dude. (laughs) I don't think... With his diet? No. His diet? No. No, dude. He's gone in 20. (laughs) Jesus, bro. This guy's killing me. (laughs) (laughs) He already passed. No, he's got 20 left. I got, I got 20 left. Yeah, got 20 I, got tw- I got a good 20 years. <laughs> the, judging by the way that this weekend went, maybe I'll give myself another week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, that's another instance where it's like, this animal is like, okay, cool. An amelanistic animal. Cool. But yeah. galops, for me, again, monochromatic animal, all black. I still love the animal. Yeah. You know, and a Galapagos tortoise is still fascinating in and of itself. I think the, an albino Galapagos, though. Would still be freaking sick yeah i think that that's a little different uh i mean dude it would be like if i saw an albino and i don't think there's any an albino d'albers python mm. it would there be are cool. they're albinos they're, t positive and t negative albinos what do the t negatives look like i think ugly brown really yeah the t positives are like completely yellow even the head is yellow but is the is the albinism coming from the black white lip pythons or the no the, the the northerns the 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 goldens Okay. It might be different in the southern's. I don't know. That's don't why know I'm saying because it. if if you can get an albino, all black white lip python. Well, the the undersides like, are white regardless. No, but but, but yeah, it I see would what you're be saying. white. It would yeah. be like a white snake, which that would be cool. Yeah. But if it's just looking brownish. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really look that great. It's a yeah. brown snake, dude. You yeah. just made a ball python. They're not that cool. <laughs> I think uh, Nerd is working with them or has yeah. worked with them before. There another instance where I'm like. You know, For me, it defeats yeah. the purpose of having the snake. I think the black and the beauty of just the simplistic look. So you would prefer people away. say, let's say, tea positive albino instead of caramel albino? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. the tea positive says the tyrosin is positive. It says what is in it, why it's but that. But the animal looks caramel colored. <sighs> let's look at the red ear sliders, the caramel red ear sliders. Do they look like caramel? Yeah, but I no, think those were named caramel the same way the hybinos were named the hybinos. It's not a hypo albino. No. It's a hybino. It's some shit that they made up. Yeah. 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 They're just making shit up, bro. Really That's are. what this whole hobby is. They really are. Honestly, and you know, it, it depends on where you're coming from. If you're coming from the pet perspective, the pet names for the morphs, like the caramel, make more sense. But if you're coming from a breeder or scientific perspective, like you... That's why. I feel like that's everyone should. You... Yes, no, but also that's I feel like the reason a lot of people don't, um, I want to say respect the hobby or don't think that it's credible, don't like the people in it, is because they're not technical about it. They're like, cool. oh, look at my, I don't know, 
clown, yellow belly, pastel, blue but that's balls, the minor- waffle, blue balls, blue waffle, ball, ball python, you know. But that's the the minority of people. The majority of people are like, "That's cool." You're in the minority. Yeah. For more than just, one reason. Ugh, it's so gross. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. we're Hispanic. We nice. can say that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just I wish it was more. I wish we were more technical about things. I feel like it would be more respectful. Respectful or mm-hmm. respectable? Both. <laughs> yeah, I think both. I think uh, ball pythons are like. I keep ragging on ball pythons, but like they're literally the king of morphs. Um, yeah, they are. But uh, it's like I don't know. You're, you're when you name shit like all these different kinds of things. It's like almost demeaning the animal. Okay. Not really, but like I don't know. It makes it less. You know, in my opinion, it's like oh, okay. It's like oh, this is my. Because it like a commodity by that. Like the oh. smiley ball pythons, the emoji ball pythons. Like it's not. It, people don't like the pythons for the animal itself. They start like they get lost in the morphs. They get. They go crazy over the different colors but and they only have them for the colors. But that's the craze. You get me? Like, that's the craze that made this. Made this yeah. hobby. Yeah. You know? And I'm not going to knock ball pythons for that. Ball pythons will always be in the hobby. They'll always be number one. But, like, let's say we did it the way that you <coughs> want to do it. Mm-hmm. All right? How – what would you name a lesser ball python? We would have to see what the lesser gene does and name it that. Okay. So, like, if we look at the DNA and we're mapping it out, we would see okay. what the genes are changed okay. and how that affects the so color. So, let's say we're talking about a complex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that makes it more difficult. Okay, because now we're lesser. Uh, yeah. Mojave, mm-hmm. Phantom, Special, yeah. Russo, Mocha, all of that fall in line with the blue-eyed you know, Lucy complex. But they all are different-looking animals. Right, right. I've thought about... Th- I, okay, I've thought about this too. Like, what if there are just too many ball python morphs to be able to have, like, technical names for them? Okay. You know, like, there's just, we have to make up names because there's just too many of it's them. It's like a call center. But that's what people did then. A call center? Yeah. No, a call sign. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, I guess. Like a call sign. Like, instead of, like, Like same... a street name? Like, if you were in a gang? <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess you could see it that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I was saying more like, like how, like, Instead of saying the entirety of like what you're doing, like they'll the military use like like delta, gamma, whatever, whatever. So to kind of group all that stuff together. So what? So let me get the straight. Understand. Let me get the straight. So what you're saying is that so we could avoid all the technical jargon because people probably won't catch on to that. That we should just create a name to define the mutation. Which is exactly what happened. Hey, look at that. Look where we are with a pinstripe jigsaw <laughs> like fucking dragonfly. The pet name will always have its place for the people who care about the pet sign. Ugh. But it would have never been that and way if, if it was never started. You, like, let's say genetics, then yeah, you could use a technical term. But it would have never been that way if it never started that way. What do you mean? So, like, with, with plants. Sometimes with plants, there's, like, there's literally plants that are to the identification number. Like, okay. 69866 is a species, a very specific cultivar of plants. <coughs> I understand not having numbers for certain shit because if you had numbers to ball pythons, reptile people are not that smart. It'd be difficult. <laughs> um, but if it was like, oh, let's say the Russo gene, since it is, uh, you can it, since it's a co- uh, incomplete dominant uh, trait, you could say it's hetlucistic, right? Actually, <laughs> the actually. actually, so the Russo gene is also called het Russo for a Russo lucistic. Which is a blue-eyed Lucy. Right, 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 right. But you could do, like, if the Russo, let's say it's the first one, yeah. we could do uh, het leucistic one. You oh, know? So you're or saying, Or het leucistic like, two for your Mojaves. Like what HRA is. 
which HRA is het red exantic, and then it makes the red exantic. Tino, what you're doing right now, okay. Is, Tino, I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah. You're creating. It's it's the same thing. Instead of saying <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Making it is the same thing. It is the same thing. It's making a more mature name, it the same same the more name but now you understand what is happening. The name actually can be interpreted. It's True. not. Oh, Russo Ball Python. I don't know what that does. I don't know what it is. You know, someone would have to tell you what it does, why it's like that. Rather okay. than, oh, if someone says, like, oh, uh, a pastel is a hypoxanthic, I would be like, oh, it has more yellow in it. It's yes. not, but like. But what catches your attention? Caramel or tea positive? Who cares about a catching tension? I oh, care. I know, it. it sucks. When you're selling pets, you have to go, like, wow, this it is sucks. what I have. It does suck. I don't know. <laughs> I would just like it would just be nice. It's just a small gripe that so I have. So oh, wants another small gripe. Why are they still called Burmese pythons? They should be called Myanmar pythons. The country's not Burma anymore. Okay, I feel the same way. I, I can agree there. <laughs> See, he feels I the same way. There. There's no such thing as an IJ carpet. There's no such thing as an IJ carpet. It's or a an IJ blue tongue. Or an uh, IJ I'm, blue I'm tongue. Not, look, I'm not here to argue with Taiwan that. Taiwan beauties. They I'm, should be Chinese. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! For, for legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> Please, Chinese mafia, don't come for me. Well, the, or Taiwanese mafia. Yeah, I was like, no, the, the, that's what that's that's the you know, that's great. Um. Proposition to make the Myanmar pythons go sign my but, my proposition. Or we just start saying that all the invasive berms are Myanmar pythons, so we have to have them. We change the scientific name and everything. Oh. Yeah. There we go. We found the loophole. <laughs> we just renamed them. different species. Oh, is guys. that a Burmese python? No. It's not. A, how, what is it? Myan? Myanmar. Myanmar. I will never remember that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Myanmar. There you go. Myanmar. <laughs> Me inside of Mar. Whoa. Exactly. Kinky. <laughs> but yeah, 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 Myanmar pythons. Um... Or if you had a, a snake from, like, I don't know, Czechoslovakia, would you call it the Czechoslovakian snake? I hope not. You know, you'd change the name because the country doesn't exist Czech anymore. Snake. The Czech Wait, snake. Or the Slovakian dude. snake. Czech, Czechoslovakia is not a state anymore. I don't know anything. All right, all right. Another look, one. Another I'm looking one. it up now. Uh, oh, frick. No, I forgot the name of the country. Say fuck. It's not Ukraine. It was before the Ukraine. No, 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 no. What? <laughs> Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia. That, that one's not alive anymore. Yes. It's like a Yugoslavian rat snake. You're right. If it's I said fine. that, people would be like, what? That's not a country anymore. Why are we calling it that? I didn't know that wasn't a country anymore. Yugoslavia? Yeah. I, I, I don't know anything about the oh, okay. world. <laughs> I breed ball pythons, all right? That should I like say calling things clown and blue-eyed. Yeah. Listen, right. y'all. Last season, you know that um, Imperial Reptiles was our sponsor. Unfortunately, things have changed. In the positive way, right? All right, so we have something special for you. Instead of the typical like, oh yeah, we got Imperial Reptiles here, we're doing better. If you're listening to this, you definitely love reptiles, which is great. What if I told you I can get you decor, enclosures, some of them, supplies, and even some food at a fucking discount, my guy. Discount, imperialreptiles.com. Head on over there and use the code REPTILESWITH to get a discount on your order today. All right? We're doing our best here, right? So imperialreptiles.com, use the code REPTILESWITH for your discount today. All right, and then we were talking a little bit about uh, what we got down here. Yes, uh, so caught a tortoise. So in, I'm in a, a Facebook group, 
uh, it's for tortoise keepers. And um, specifically with this group, uh, someone was making a post about selling sulcata tortoises okay. some, that they bred. And uh, the one of the admins of the group said, uh, made a post saying, we don't support the sale or reproduction of sulcata tortoises, you know. Uh, if you want one, you should rescue one. There are enough to go around. Okay. You will find them. You don't have to breed them anymore, basically. Um, and, you know, to an extent, I was like, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that uh, there will become a point where there are no more sulcata tortoises, in which case people should have kept breeding them. Um, but it should not be as a big a scale as it is now. You know, okay. you don't need that many people breeding sulcata tortoises, especially since there are so many and they live so long. So this is the thing with sulcatas, right? Sulcatas provide a very specific thing to a very specific person that wants a specific thing, right? right? Uh, sulcata tortoises, if you house them correctly and they don't escape and they thrive for you, will produce a lot of babies. Mm -hmm. A lot of babies means... A sustainable income right right um and not that i agree with it mm -hmm. but from a business standpoint i see how it makes sense to want to breed sulcata tortoises to wholesale to make sure that you're making a certain amount of money to give mm -hmm. you time to do whatever the fuck else with your life right, right. uh but i i've bred sulcata tortoises mm -hmm. you know i thought that i would once again breed sulcata tortoises mm -hmm. but i will not because you don't have them anymore <laughs> Other than I, they're they're accessible, I can okay, get yeah, I can yeah, get can. I can get females. I can get <coughs> there's so many you don't have to buy them anymore. <laughs> pretty much, and it's it could be like you know I could make a certain amount of money that'll supersede what I make. You know, and yeah. the problem is is that I just man they don't they're not a pet for everybody. Yeah, they're not. You know, and it sucks because everybody wants that. I think you have nobody wants that. I think people want a cheap tortoise, and they are always cheap. Yeah, but then they don't go for the Russian tortoise. Because the Russians are ugly. <laughs> but the thing is, is that they see the sulcata, and yeah. then you tell them, yeah, it's the cheaper of the tortoises that we may have, but they get big. Oh, this is going to get giant. It's going to outlive me. I want it. That, even though that wasn't your sales technique, that yeah, became yeah, yeah. the sale. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They want the giant tortoise, not understanding that the giant tortoise is not going to stay inside. Nope. If it stays inside, it's going to be deformed. Yep. You know? And outside, it's going to dig. It's yep. going to dig a lot. It's going to yep. destroy your yard. Yep. I remember when They're my... strong. It's going to destroy yeah. your fence, your plants. Yeah. I remember when I moved into... Um, when my parents moved into the house that they're in now, and we had a nice yard. Mm. And then I got into tortoises, and I got so three sulcata tortoises. Yeah, yeah. And then there was no grass in a month. Yeah. You know? like, th And that's yeah. the reality. You want a nice lawn, you can't have a sulcata tortoise. Nope. You know? And they need space. Yeah. Um, and it and this isn't an advertisement for you not to buy a sulcata tortoise. It is for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, no, it's tough. It's tough that you know these little animals, they get huge, mm -hmm. and you know people say, "Oh, I don't know where I'm going to be in five, ten years." Yeah. It's like, yeah, but you should think about it. You know, you. Should I saw a picture of a, a tortoise rescue, a sulcata tortoise rescue specifically, and this place was huge. It had a very, very big property. You know, yeah. for any other species of tortoise, this would have been amazing. You know. There was like over a hundred sulcata tortoises in this area, and yeah. it was just not effective at all. They were just within 
two, three feet of each other, just kind of moving around and stuff. And it's like, that's so sad. I'm like, that's so, there's so many yeah. out there already, you know? They're even, uh, what is it? Chucky was showing us a video of them out there in, in, uh, in Florida. Yeah. You know, they're out there. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's sad. It is sad because it's like, this is a beautiful tortoise that's going to live a long, long time. Yeah. Um, people should just be really careful. I think if you really want one, if you, and if your goal is the big tortoise, but, I think honestly, eighty to one hundred years is always a turnoff for people. They're like, "All right, I don't, I don't want a tortoise that's gonna live that long," you know. And if you adopted one, yeah, that would be fantastic. It lives the end of its life with you. You already have the big thing. You don't yeah. have to worry about it. You stick it outside. You just did the parameters outside. Yeah. Boom, you're when done. I, when I was, it's weird because when I was breeding them, like my customers, like they were excited to have a, a tortoise that was gonna live that long because mm. they were gonna be like, "Oh, my son can have it after me." And it's just like, you're going to, that's not that it's a, all the tortoises are a burden, but like, you're going to put that responsibility. It is a burden. It is. is, It's a lot of responsibility. (coughs) And I mean, we have one right now in the Mm -hmm. shop that's boarding and Mm -hmm. it's a big female and I see it and I'm like, dude, I miss mine. Mm -hmm. You know, they're very personable. Um, I I can go into a little story. I I know you guys know uh, Tino and Eric, but maybe the newer people that are listening to the podcast don't. So when I got into turtles and tortoises, um, my dad has always supported me through music. Like he's like my he's my he says he's my biggest fan, pretty mm, much. Yeah. You know, and whenever my dad gets into something, he goes balls, balls deep. deep. Literally. <laughs> so when uh I got into tortoises and turtles, it was like, we gotta get this turtle, that turtle, this turtle. So we just started getting mad fucking animals, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And throughout that time I ended up with a male and two females. Mm-hmm. Large sulcata tortoises. You know, uh, Dennis was the male. It was Dennis, Denise. What the fuck was the other one, Dennis, Denise. Dennis, Denise, and something else with a D. Hmm. That was part of that whole situation. I don't remember. (laughs) I actually don't remember the other one's name. Um, It might have been Dee Dee. No, Dee Dee was the singer of a band that I was in. Um, (laughs) It was. It stood for Dirty Dick. Nice. That is exactly what it stood for. (laughs) Middle school thing I could have ever thought of. Uh, But whatever. So... Dennis, Denise, and the other D, uh, you know, Dennis was literally like, he was my son. Mm. I would like go on, I would sit on the floor and he would come up, climb on top of me and just put his legs up here Mm -hmm. and I just hug him. You know, that's, that's who Dennis was, you know, and they would give me lots of babies every year. Mm. You know, I, I was making steady income with Mm -hmm. just that. And the unfortunate thing is that, uh, my dad breeds bird. The fact that my dad breeds birds is not unfortunate, but but birds bring rats right right and the neighbors didn't like the rats mm-hmm. the neighbors started throwing uh the uh, poison. rat poison yeah right but the rats don't eat the poison and die right away right the rats eat the poison spend spend a, Do their a while <laughs> and then die yeah but one day i walk into the enclosure and there are five dead rats on the floor of my hmm. on the the ground of the sulcata enclosure, yeah. the sulcata pen. Mm-hmm. And what are the sulcatas doing? They eat carrion. Yeah, they're eating. They them. were eating the poisoned rats. Yep. So I ended up losing my sulcatas, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And it's so sad. Yeah, and I don't know. I just think that <sighs> sulcatas are a labor of love. Yeah, and unfortunately, they are the most people don't give them that love. Yeah. So I think I agree that 
not everybody should breed Solgatas. Mm. I also don't really think that everybody should have them. And yeah, it sucks because they make great pets. And it's well, my first pet. Not the Sulcata size. Source is my first pet. Yeah. The size don't make a great pet. Personality makes a great pet. Yeah. Uh, but the size is what, what kills the longevity. Them. And I think if, if you're looking for a tortoise, there is enough out there to rescue, to go ahead and give a home to yes. take into your home, you know, and have, have the thing, have that relationship with your yeah. tortoise. You can do that. Yeah. Um, you don't necessarily have to get a baby for that, you know. And if someone's charging you for an adult sulcata, you know, it's not going to be, it's probably not even going to be as much as a baby because, honestly, if they're trying to get rid of it, it's going to be cheap. Yeah, <laughs> but, but this is the problem is that people still sell. Like, yeah. you can get males for free every day yeah, or for, like, really cheap, mm-hmm. unfortunately, because they're the bigger ones, yeah. you know. But the females... When I bought them, I bought when when I, I think the cheapest I paid was five hundred for one mm-hmm. of them, you know. But even then, that's super that's cheap, super, well, super cheap because they sell a female for a lot of money. They produce a really? lot of eggs, man. Mm. you know, multiple clutches, big Damn. clutches at that, yeah, you know. And yeah, maybe not all the babies survive, but nowadays the majority does. That's rough them, then. Right? So like, if someone's running a rescue, yeah, and they go ahead and you know donating tortoises to people that want them, all of a sudden. Uh, I don't know, some, some fuck-ass decides to come in and be like, yeah, I'll take all your female sulcata tortoises. You know, and the rescue's like, perfect, awesome, yeah. they're going to good homes. I no. would argue that most rescues do not get females. They'll end up with the males, which is even worse, because hmm. then the males just fight all day, and I'm sure some of them die, you know, and you, you, when, they get into, when they get to a certain age, man, if there's no girls in the pen, they'll literally kill each other. Yeah. You know, they just get so desperate for the yeah, puss. For the p- <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what's the a power good uh, question for you? What's a good tortoise that's similar to a sulcata that is small? Testudo, man. Testudo. Uh, the other name for the Greek tortoise is literally the Mediterranean spur-thighed tortoise. Okay. What is the other common name for the sulcata? The spur-thighed. The African spur-thighed tortoise. Yeah. There you go. The testudos so, make the best pet tortoise. Period. I would I would say um, ease of care, personality, and price. You go with a Herman's tortoise. If you can spend the money, Greek tortoise a hundred percent. The Greeks because I, not that they look exactly like a Sulcata, but I think that that's like Sulcata Junior. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually the first Sulcata. If you take well, maybe not Sulcata, but those are the tortoise. Yeah. What do you mean? That is the first tortoise. Yeah. Testudo. Testudo. Oh really? Yeah, those yeah. are the first ones. I don't know. That. Testudo they means live in Greece. tortoise. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, one of them lives in Greece, the Ibera, which is really funny. Most of the other Greeks don't live in Greece. Plot so. twist, pranked. I know, right? Yeah. They got pranked. Him. Same <laughs> they thing. Got him. The Russian tortoise also isn't found in Russia really. That well, but here is we that are. the Yugoslavian tortoise? <laughs> They're actually called the Horsefield tortoise. Yes. Why why did they get the Russian name? So pretty much Back in the day when um, the Soviet Union was around, all uh-huh. those ex-countries were all part of the Soviet Union, which was Russia. So the, all that land belonged to Russia, technically, and all the Russian soldiers would bring them home to their, to their families. Okay. Thus creating the Russian tortoise. There you go. The more you know. Yeah. Interesting. Another yeah. misnomer. Yeah. They should be called the USSR tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> the, Soviet, the Soviet tortoise. Soviet tortoise. The brother's really tortoise. Like the, the comrade tortoise. Take there you go. They can take winter. They can take winters. Redfoots can't. Redfoots cannot. I love Redfoots. It's a good thing we're in Florida. Redfoots can't take the winter. <laughs> um, can you leave a Redfoot here in Central Florida all year? No, I guess not. Yeah, you, you got to bring Russian them. Or yeah, you can't do that with any of the testudo. Pretty much. 
Yeah. I've seen videos from Garden State Tortoise. Mm. Great people, by the way. They also love Testudo. And they, I've, I've seen videos of them walking around in the snow, and they just lift a little piece of, of wood, and they have their little Hermans just snuggled up, yeah. sleeping, and they're just they chilling. Need a, they need a, like, brewmate they for do. them to breathe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think they're really cool. Some I people put Testudo. them in refrigerators. They're very cool. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I would not <laughs> do that. That's scary. That's super I don't scary. Know, I don't understand how those refrigerators, like, brewmation situations work. I... That, like, but oh, how, hognosis! People do it with hognosis how, too. Do you know how? Do you understand how they do it? Like they literally just stick them in. I the, mean, you can change the temperature on the fridge. You slowly acclimate them. They literally stick these yeah. hognos in fridges. Yeah. Like a regular fridge, they don't do anything to it. No. How do they manage the the hydration, the humidity? You can put water in. It. I mean, really? Yeah, you don't. They you don't literally need stick it. them in. I thought when people say. Oh, we put them in the refrigerator. They just modified a refrigerator as a brumation thing. I mean, you, they you, just you do put have it into to, a... You do have to gradually put them down. Yeah, but the, on, on most fridges, you can adjust the temperature of your fridge. <laughs> Don't tell me you didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that's what I'm thinking. Don't put your hognoses in there. <laughs> you guys are telling me they just stick hognoses in fridge. I'm like, they, oh, they, I guess. They, they acclimate it. They acclimate it. But yeah, it's basically a fridge. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. You're telling me, oh, yeah, we have a refrigerator for a hog nose. And I'm like, what? Yeah. All right, I guess that makes more sense. So, yeah. anyways, the voice of God, we have Reptiverse over here hanging out. You guys don't see him in the camera, but make sure to follow him on Instagram. He's murdering it right you know now. You funny? With delicious turtle content. I like that Eric. I like that Eric has said that he has, like, that Testudo is the best pet tortoise. Yeah. But what, what tortoise do you have, Eric? Ace. What is it? I have one sulcata. He has one sulcata tortoise. Wow. He's the problem. <laughs> I am part of the problem. What are you going to do with your sulcata once it gets too big? Put it in a rescue. You got a yard? I got a yard. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it in your place. I got robbed, my guy. No, People like the sulcatas a lot. No one's taking my sulcata. You know who? I don't know who it was the other day, but they told me something, and I was like, I didn't think about that. What? Yo, what if they? What if your cause ate them? Yeah. What really? Wait, who yeah. Ate them? So what? What if the the tortoises that they stole from me? What if they ate them? Wait, the people who took them. That's what they do. That's what I'm saying. Some people. What? Some people. They did. Yeah. People in Miami stole your tortoises and ate them. Yeah, the lawn people. Yeah. Dude, this is the thing. That's so insane. there was, and, and when I lived in my in the in an efficiency in Miami, right? There was um, a Honduran guy. Mm-hmm. I can say this because I'm Nicaraguan. I live next to fucking Honduras. Relax, <laughs> fucking cancel <laughs> culture. And and I know this because my dad tells me this. Yeah, in fucking Nicaragua, they eat turtle eggs, right? Yep. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. So yeah. and that's I mean, dude, it's a poor country. They yeah. fucking. It's a yeah. culture thing, right? People so, have been eating tortoises for thousands of years. Yeah. So they, the Honduran guy was installing cameras in the guy's house where mm-hmm. I lived in the efficiency. Um, and he saw my animals and he was literally trying to deal with me like, oh, how much do you want for a dozen eggs? Literally. And I'm like, well, each egg is a hundred bucks. He's like, I can't pay that much. I'm like, then what are we doing here? I can incubate yeah. the thing and whatever, dude. What, what the fuck? But yeah, anywho, so... Somebody brought up to me, he's like, oh, like, what if somebody who stole it just ate the animals? And they saw it in your backyard, and they were like, oh, shit, we used to eat that, you know? And then I'm like... Who does that shit? It's It's likely. like if I went to someone's house, and I saw 
chicken. And it's like, oh, let me take it home and kill no. it and eat it. Like, let me hey, tell you whoa, something whoa. about Miami, my guy. Because that kind of shit happens in Miami. As a matter of fact, if a chicken ends up in a cu- in a in in my grandpa's yard from Cuba, free. That shit's gonna get eaten. Free chicken. That. Yeah, and my grandpa was a fucking butcher, so Crazy. he knows what he's doing. Crazy times. And I'm not gonna say that it hasn't happened in my lifetime, my guy. Psychopaths. Insane, yeah. insane. But that's that's a reality. It is a reality, you yeah. know. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I I didn't because I'm thinking. You know, I had been thinking about it. I was talking on the phone with with the person that I'm referencing, and I was like, I just don't get like, I, they stole it for a pet, and we were like going back and forth with different ideas, mm. and then what he said, which was that that maybe they took it because they're gonna eat them, and I'm like, I didn't even think about hey, that, yo. dude. Because who thinks that? You don't think what? Oh, maybe, maybe they just, just stole, stole it, made a quick buck. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. I would think someone would steal it and resell. But if they re- if they were to resell it, they'd sell it here easier, quick I money. I think so. Not if they knew what they were usually doing. Usually, that kind of stuff goes on a Craigslist. Yeah. And know. usually, if someone's like, "Hey, do you guys uh, buy animals?" I'm like, "Do you have your class 3? They're like, "No." I'm like, "No." Yeah. I just guess. Just to stop. Anything. That's why ever there. since that happened, I always, whenever I'd answer the phone for those questions, I'd ask what they're selling first. Yeah. They just in case. Yeah. Like, I have a uh, Bobo Dons. No. <laughs> so, anyways, we're talking about Eric's testicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his No, because he doesn't have testicles. Oh. Uh, he, he only has a Sulcata. Yes. And funny enough, he has thighs. you guys were talking about the rescue stuff. I didn't even ask for my Sulcata. It was really? a rescue? It was a rescue? Well, quote unquote rescue. Yeah. So, what had happened was I was in vet class in high school, and a friend of mine, their mom had bought it from Petland. Um, to put it in an aquarium yeah. for turtles. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. The, my friend's mom sends a picture of the, tor- the tortoise at the bottom of the tank in the water. Oh, my God. Like a God. little rock. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, I, I have a story about that. <laughs> so at the last job that I had, um, my boss showed me a picture. He's like, what's wrong with this picture? What do you think is in this picture? If we're talking about <clears throat> tortoises, what do you think is in the picture? A gopher tortoise. No. So... There was a pink belly mm-hmm. and an albino red ear basking as a red foot tortoise was floating in the water. <laughs> oh, Bro. my God. Oh, my God. You know, it's so bad. Dude, that, that is... red foot was like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> floating. Like, I can't get out. Bro, I swear. So I swear. Dude. You know, and oh there's also goodness. videos of people like throwing Oh, I saved a gopher tortoise and they throw it in a lake. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, God you people. I'm not going to lie to you. Luckily, I mean, tortoises, they can swim. They can. Yeah. But it's not like but they're the no, best. No. It's not, they're not meant for that. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they're built different. They don't want to reason. do that. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, rescues, um, one of the things that I, we wanted to talk on the today was about like what constitutes a rescue. Uh-huh. You know, if someone's like, "Oh, I rescued this ball python from PetSmart," does Everybody that constitute says it's a, a rescue? rescue? Yeah, rescue my ass. You're buying that animal. You know, yeah, I, I was gonna say, me. I think if you're purchasing the animal, automatically not a rescue. I can say that I rescued an animal from Pet Supermarket or PetSmart. One of those pet one of ones. Them, one of them. Because I didn't buy it. I walked in to one of them. The and person recognized it. me. <laughs> stole it. And I took it and the ran with it. The person recognized me. And then I went home and ate it. And they, legit- <laughs> <laughs> they legitimately said, they were like, you're the turtle guy. And I was like, I have turtles. We have an animal that's sick. Do you want it? And I was like, show me the animal. It was a Mississippi map turtle, and it's alive to this day. Nice, I rescued dude. an animal. There we go. Sick. <laughs> claps, 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 claps. All right. So um, continue with your rescue. You know, so yeah, it's like... Um, for, for like so, I have a bull snake, 
uh, in his previous situation, I think he was not. I don't think he was that used to live, or in this instance, he didn't want to eat uh-huh. the, the rat. Um, and the rat basically took a chunk out of him, you know, just really dug his teeth into him, and he was wounded, basically open wound. Um, and uh, my, um, that guy's roommate, uh, who I worked with, he was like, hey, do you want it? You know, it's yours if you want it. And I was like, I'll take him in. So I took him in, um, and he's perfectly fine now. You can see, still see a little bit of the scars because it was deep. It was a deep scars. It was. I had him when he was scabbing over. Um, I had him when he shed it out. You know that kind of stuff. You can still see it in some of the sheds because the scales are a little deformed. They're like, they're obviously cut and stuff. Um, it's still a little black because of the coloration. But he eats like a camp every single time. Uh, he doesn't eat live anymore. <laughs> Only frozen thawed now, buddy. Um, so yeah. So in my head, I'm like, I don't think I rescued that animal because he wasn't in a life-threatening situation you know and so i, I think like oh do, do something have to be in a life-threatening situation for it to constitute a rescue or it is just bringing it into your home and giving it a good place to live constituting a rescue you know uh, not was, purchasing if you purchased it you didn't rescue it you yeah bought it. i would say i would say <coughs> it could be either except okay. if you put money on the animal yeah. you bought an animal yeah you know but yeah but then there's also people that are like dude i fucking rescue this animal i'm gonna breed it though we might know somebody that's similar in that situation. <laughs> you know, it's that's interesting too. It's like if you're not putting that animal in a better situation, you are not rescuing that animal. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, um, and so sometimes I think with like uh, with dog shelters, my sister has been wanting a dog recently, um, and we, she's been visiting shelters and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, what are they like? And I I, I knew the answer basically because I've I've researched a little bit, and she's like, there's a bunch of pits there, and it's like. I bet. I bet there's a bunch of pits. And even the shelter people, they tell you, they're like, hey, after a certain point, if these dogs aren't adopted, we have to euthanize them. Yeah. We have to. We can't. We have to take in more more dogs. Yeah. There's too many out there. We can't just keep the same dogs if nobody is going to give them a home. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes with the Sokatos, I wonder if yeah. animal or reptile rescues do the same thing. It's like, hey, we're just going to euthanize it because no it. one wants this one. We're just going to try to get it. something new. And not to like shit on anybody, I don't doubt it. But then also like... At what point are you rescuing an animal, mm-hmm. right? Because there's people that'll rescue the an- rescue, mm-hmm. quote unquote, air quotes, the animal, and then sell it. Mm-hmm. You know, then you're just flipping the animal. And what? At what point do you think is that a rescue and a, instead of a business venture? Yeah, you know, because I mean, I understand like you rescue the animal, you get it back to health, and maybe you charge somebody for it because you're paying the bill mm. you know yeah but i don't know and then also like not just because you were giving an animal doesn't mean you rescued the animal yeah because it's missing a tail it's a very you get me yeah yeah i, I think yeah. it, it it does to an extent have to be in a life-threatening situation yeah that, that that animal has to be in a bad place and that place is not going to get better yeah you know and you gave it a better place i like to think that i have a solid opinion on it yes all right go a for rescue it. in my opinion for the most part, would be considered like um, more or less a facility. It could be someone's yard or something like that, that they take in animals, rehabilitate them, and send them off to their to their new homes, mm. but not necessarily keeping. Because if you're just keeping, you're just adopting. Which oh, is, adopting. Adopting versus too. rescuing. That um, might also be a good uh, point to point out. Going back to like, oh, I bought this sick animal from PetSmart. You're not rescuing that. No. You're just buying it, and guess what you're doing? Putting another animal in that tank. The next one to get put in that little compartment. Yeah, exactly. So 100%. honestly, like rescues, I'm going off mostly what I see from like turtles and stuff. So mm-hmm. like they'll have a thing of land. They'll take in a bunch of little red ears. 
six okadas, they'll raise them up, rehabilitate them, and find homes. Sometimes they'll charge. Yeah. Because obviously you got to know who you're um, taking it to, and like you guys said before, the like the housing costs and, you and know, the feeding costs and everything. To an extent, charging for me, charging for an animal that you got for free, even if it was in a bad situation, I understand. Because it's like, yeah, you have to fund what you're doing. But I think charging at retail price, charging at yes. market price, charging upselling. Now that's fuck shit. That's fuck that's shit fuck right shit. there. It's like, hey, yo, you know, like, no, that's fucked up. You yeah, know, like, thing. you don't get to make this animal a business venture for yourself. Yeah. You know, in that sense where you're just but then taking let's it, say, fixing it, giving it back but out. But let's there. say I want to, I'm, I'm an, anu, an, an animal. Animal. An, <laughs> I'm an animal rescuer, right? And I only charge based on like what it costs me to, to keep the animal, to yeah, to keep That's and fun. like get it up to think. But the vet costs two thousand dollars, and mm-hmm. it's a normal ball python. Am I going to charge two thousand dollars for a normal ball python? To an extent, people wouldn't justify that vet bill. They'd be like, "Oh, I just let the animal die because it's yeah." 50, but then is that okay? It's animal. a fucking live animal. That's it's the shit. Not, that's it's hard. Unfortunate. And it sucks yeah. because like I, I've seen it in some <coughs> environments. That not this one, but where it becomes a thing of like, oh, but I don't want to take the animal to the vet because the animal, like the vet bill is going to be higher than the animal's worth. Mm. It's like that's such an ugly fucking thing. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, dude, like, is it your pet? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Like with my with my um, with my hunger flowers, I said on the last episode, mm-hmm. uh, you recently came down with a bacterial infection. Yeah. And so I he's an expensive snake. I paid a hefty amount. Uh, when I took him to the vet, obviously not as much as he was worth, but still a pretty good amount. That I was like, okay, um, but I didn't, I didn't hesitate. Like even the vets were like, "Are you sure?" And I'm like, "Yes, I'm sure. Please yeah. help my snake." Because yeah. it's not about the. At that point, it's not about the money because that's a part of my family. That snake is a part of my family. Yeah. Whereas if I'm a rescue, you know, I have to be making decisions. Can I justify a two thousand dollar vet bill for a single animal when I could use that money to help? You know, and 30 others that of, are in my house. So yeah. A lot of good rescues will have to pick and choose what they can and can't take. Yeah, in. exactly. And you know what? Also, I'm not saying to be your own vet, but a lot of the times it just takes a delicate, uh, a delicate touch. Yeah. You know, you got to just have some patience and you can probably nurse an animal back. When we had uh, a reptile, when we had Dan on here, um, he Dan was who? saying Dan, the turtle man, ah. uh, Dan Roselli. He was saying about, um, like with because I was saying like red ear sliders and yellow belly sliders are probably like the most abused animals mm-hmm. out there and he's like yeah but it's a quick fix it's very very easy to fix the conditions for your red ear because yeah, most of the time they're getting shell rot eye issues that can be fixed relatively quickly compared to like RIs with snakes I don't know how that goes but uh, an RI is depending on how far along it yeah. is yeah it, it can be it can be reverted. I've done those uh, like fog treatments where you put like a repti fogger mm-hmm. and you put like a little bit of like the F ten SC. It's like a it's a disinfectant, mm-hmm. but you very little bit with some water and you fog the snake and you do that throughout the course of like a week mm-hmm. and it's helped. But even some people say like some ball python breeders down in Miami that I know it's like yeah once your animal gets like a respiratory it just always will have the respiratory it just gets better and then sometimes it's worse nah. and I'm just like I don't know dude yeah that's why like I try my best to keep things sanitary where it's like if I feel like an animal mm-hmm. you know like does a specific thing that I don't like and I'm not familiar with and it kind of gets me like a little bit of the notion mm. that something might be sick. I'm like that animal's out of my program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I find it a nice home, and I'm, or you know, I move it out of the room. I throw away 
the bin, the yeah, topper, everything, all of it. everything. Disinfect the shit out of the area where it was around. Check the other yeah. animals and this or other animals in the same breeding group. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah, you know, with the rescues too, it's almost always the same animals. Mm-hmm. So like one of the things where it's like, oh, why don't I run a rescue? You know, I've I've had that thought for myself, yeah. and I'm like, fuck, I d- I don't want a whole like I don't want a whole like room taken up by like forty bearded dragons. You know, or forty radiated sliders, or forty ball pythons, forty leopard geckos. You know, mm-hmm. I'm saying a random you number, with but PetSmart sick bay. It's yeah, yeah. yeah you're you're at the pet. <laughs> Basically, it's like you bought Santa PetSmart. Great, give it. You know, doesn't that like uh, go herping, dude? He did do that. He, he did do that some, for a while. Well, I, I think he still does it. Maybe not. I I, I know, know he has like a website for some shit like Emerald that. Skills. Yeah. Emerald Skills. Emerald Skills. That's his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shots <but>. fired. <laughs> um, he is not going to watch this video. Um, get him on the podcast. Get him on the podcast. With Alex Green at Go Harpering. Come yes. on the podcast. Uh, but on... Ooh. Oops, I'm killing Yo, it. You, you got to make bad, that bro. microphone one erect. I'm sorry. I know. I'm on one house arrest with my hands. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> Tito's got bad mic technique. I do. <laughs> uh, but, and then I was talking to one of the newer uh, workers here, and um, we were talking about, like, animal death. Mm-hmm. And she's like, honestly, like, I mean, because her and I come from old school teachings, you know, not like the newer people that are a little yeah. bit more patient and like will work particular. more with the animal. Mm-hmm. You know, a little some of the old school teaching is like it's not doing good. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, stick it in a freezer, you know, yeah. and not that we participate in that. But that's like the thing that, you know, that was the influence that was bred into us as mm-hmm. we were getting whatever. So we were talking about it. And we're like. You know, honestly, it's sometimes it's crazy how, like, we deal with death of an animal that it's just like, oh, the animal died. You know, we just go along our, our day and, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's sad. You know, but it's like we don't really, like, take it in. And, like, that just makes, like, that piles and piles and piles and piles on and just feshers into this thing where it's like oh, we're not really processing how, like, traumatic it is that something that we cared about so much is fucking dying. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's so unfortunate that, like, when you're in an environment where you work with so many animals every day, it unfortunately death is a normal part. Mm. You know, it becomes a part of the day to day, and it's like, why does it not? Not that it's easy, but why does it? It sucks that it becomes a thing where it's just like, oh, it's, yeah, fuck, the animal died, you know, and then like you're yeah. sad inside, but you're not able to process that because like, how many times are you gonna fucking process You've been this desensitized thing? Yeah, to it yeah, yeah, and it it sucks, dude. <coughs> It sucks even more if you're uh, concerned with biosecurity. Yeah. So, like, if I'm running a ball python rescue, I have a rack full of ball pythons. Yeah. All of a sudden, someone's... And I know they're healthy. They're perfect. I've done my work with them. All of a sudden, someone brings one in. It has an RI. I can't put that animal with the rest of my animals. Mm-hmm. You know, I literally have to put that separately. And depending on how many snakes I come in with a bunch of diseases, I you know, I have to keep them separately. Because yeah. then I, I risk the ones that I've recovered, yeah. you know. It's so hard. It's yeah. so, so difficult to and do And I'm that. so fucking extra. And you guys know that I'm so extra yeah, with really this extra. shit. If someone brings an gloves, animal. You wear gloves, bro. It's already extra. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do wear gloves. Nobody, everybody here is picking up shit with their bare hands and I then really going do. to eat a pizza. The fuck, dude? That's, yeah, that's me. Yeah. It's, that's I, a, the old school keeper influence. <laughs> there you go. Me, I wear gloves. Yeah. And condoms. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> Double uh, protection. Dude, I'll even. He wears condoms on each finger. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dude. Uh, but I'll wear, I'll wear, uh, I almost said condoms. I'll wear, <laughs> I'll wear gloves when people bring in animals. And even if I'm wearing gloves and the, the animal has an RI, it has mites, I, I'll take off the gloves, spray the shit out of myself with things that I'm not going to say here mm. because I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Um, and I, when I get home, I don't even go into my fucking snake room that day because I'm yep. like, I was around some shit that I don't, you know, that I don't want to introduce over here. Yep. Dude, when I, and I've told that you guys, it's like, when I get home, even though I know this facility is clean because mm. I'm, I'm on top of this fucking shit, yeah. I don't go into my snake room until I go and either shower or completely change yep. all of my clothes. I do the same thing with the, with the OCIC. I, if, if I volunteer on a specific day, on that day, I don't work with my own animals. Yeah. I don't work with my own animals um, before or after. You know, it's like I'm not going to risk the risk to their animals or the risk to my animals. You yeah. know, it's like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, I've been more cautious about it lately with, uh, with my employment here, too. It's like, yeah. oh, I want to I be safe. You know, this collection's here. My collection's there. I want to, you know, be a little yeah. better about it. And it's not that this facility is bad, but also we also have to, like, just food for thought. The same way that, like, you go to a reptile show and somebody's just walking around with an animal. You know what the fuck the animal is, and this yeah. is a reptile show. Sometimes, sometimes people, people come bring, in with yeah. animals. I people, have a story about that, actually. Yeah, sometimes people come in with animals, and I'm like, <coughs> they'll say, do you want to hold them? I'm like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily want to. It's not anything about your snake. It's not, I'm scared. It's not, like... Yeah, and I don't have anything wrong with you. It's like, hey, I yeah. just don't want to. You know? yeah. It'd be so, best if we didn't. Eric has a story, and then we'll start closing shit off. It's funny how you guys are really careful about that. And literally a couple days ago, we had a customer come in. Uh huh. They had the little, they had a little ball python around their wrist. You right? were saying that, yeah. They come in, they 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 lean up to us on the counter, mm-hmm. and they say, "This snake has mites. What do you guys have that I can use?" Bro, in my head, I'm just like. My head is like it's it, it's gonna implode, and like they're sitting here like it's a joke, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. as the best I could, I was like, you know, can you guys like stand a little bit? Don't try not to touch anything, cause this they had it on the wrist, yeah, just yeah. chilling, and then they see you know us being very cautious about it, and they start smiling, and they start kind of chuckling. I'm like, this is a big deal, and I was like, yeah, 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 dude. And then I explained to them the whole thing about treating the mites and everything. I got them some mite wipes. And they were like still perplexed of, of why I was so like I wasn't freaking out, and then but you ha- I was just like, yeah. you don't do that. You don't come no. to a you don't bring your dog with fleas everywhere. No. If you have COVID, you're gonna stay home. Yeah. There's no difference here. If anything, like they're right there. There's a bunch of other ball pythons right there. Yeah. yeah. Yes, the snake has the mites, but for some reason for them, no, it, no, no, it it's it not on register. the mites. If your snake has mites and you're holding it, the mites are on your hands. The mites are on your clothing. Exactly. The mites are in your car. Exactly. Yeah. The mites can crawl around and find their way into the thing. Yeah, exactly. And then afterward, afterward, Eric was like, spraying everything, the yeah. whole store. Purged the store. <laughs> yeah, he was like, because they they were in here for quite some time before yeah. they went. But up you to have it. to do shit like you have that. To, and yeah. I was for the rest. Of, that killed my mood the rest Yo, of the day, man. Thank fucking god that we have the routine that we have with these fucking with, with fucking mites and shit like that the audacity yeah. thank fucking god yeah. and you know uh, Eric Alex has even thought about too um, requiring people if they're gonna to either snake two options either in. wipe the snake before you come in like we have wipes available for yeah. you to wipe your or snake like, leave it so or don't you can't come in with it you know and it's funny what people what, what people I are okay bringing their animals in for and what they're not yeah like it's like I don't know. Hey, I just want to bring my green tree python in just to say hi with you guys. <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's, my comedian's not man. eating. Can you figure out what's wrong with it? Why are you holding the damn thing? <laughs> Put it back. There's people who bring their snakes to us here to feed them. Yeah. It's insane. Some it, people have done that. 
We had something that came in the other day that they were they were they literally were holding the snake, and they were like, "My snake is dying." Yep. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. What like, are you doing? What are, we are not a vet. Go to a vet. <laughs> he literally is holding the thing and it's limp, and he goes, "My snake is dying." I'm like, "What do you want me to do, man?" Literally, literally. Dude, that's so bad. Anywho, final thoughts. Final thoughts. <laughs> uh, you didn't rescue an animal. You bought a PetSmart. Doesn't yeah. count as a rescue. Eric, Don't buy sulcata tortoises. Eric, you have final thoughts today because Chuck's not here. Yeah. Don't bring your snake to the shop if it has mites, dude. Yeah. Fuck. All right. And, and Testudo? Testudo is God. Testudo <laughs> is God. All right. I don't want to be dramatic, but I do want to be transparent. If, we, if I was a little off today, sorry, having a difficult time with mental health. Um... I just, like I said, want to be transparent and make sure that you guys, whoever's listening, if you made it this far, you check in on your friends that have mental health issues. And if you're struggling with anything, please see a professional. 100%. Yeah. Uh, tag yourselves, guys. You search. You can find me at Reptiverse on Instagram and some, po- uh, some point on YouTube. What a cool name. Such a cool name. Reptiverse. Uh, he has yeah. the best name. <laughs> he really does. I'm Constantly Tino on Instagram. Uh, you can catch me at the OCIC volunteering, and I'm at Imperial Reptiles basically every day. Hell yeah. Uh, Modern Reptile Shop on Instagram, TikTok. I almost said Twitter. I don't have Twitter. TikTok, Facebook, Modern Reptile on YouTube, and all the streaming platforms, of course. Like, follow, subscribe. Do the thing. Do the whole thing so that way you can see more Reptile content from us on your recommended feed. Uh, leave a comment down below and let us know what you liked about this episode. And before we get off... We have merch. It's going to be in the description below. I think we're good here. I think we're good. All right. This was the Reptiles with Podcast. Later.